What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we've got a great episode today. Zach MacArthur, personal branding consultant at Influence Tree. He's also a contributor at Influensive. You can learn more at his website, ZachMacArthur.com. How are you today, Zach? I'm doing well, John. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Zach, you have got one of the most interesting stories, and I did not even scratch the surface on it. I am so excited for you to share that with Moving Forward listeners today. So tell us a little bit about yourself, and if you would, share your big why with Moving Forward listeners. Yeah, so a little bit about me. I was born and raised in uh, rural Wisconsin. Um, grew up in a town of 2,000 people, and my dad was actually my high school principal. So oh, wow. it was a, it was, was a very. What, what was that like? It, you know what? I wasn't too bad of a kid, so it wasn't too bad for me. But um, but I I had my run-ins. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you guys. What, was it like the double <laughs> thing where it's like you go to the principal's office and then at home you've got to you got to get the. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah. He was a football coach, so there was oh. no uh, no lack. Of discipline there yeah yeah oh gosh wow so 2000 you grew up in a small yeah. town it sounds like yep very small town um a town that that a lot of people just hang around yeah um and and it's i mean it's a great great place to grow up very protected very safe mm-hmm. um but in my big vision of things for myself it, it just didn't fit in yeah um so after i graduated college i had 300 dollars to my name and uh, $30,000 in student loan debt, Whoa. and I packed up my car and uh, and drove out to California, where I knew absolutely no one, had no friends, um, and just uh, just came out here searching for something bigger and better than, than what I thought I had for opportunities back there. So why California, Zach? Um, I had always been really interested in California. It was always kind of on the bucket list of a place that I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of why, it was really because I I, I fell in love with um, the coast out there. Uh, and and yes. it's just, it's really incredible. Yeah. So it was a, a great experience for me to be able to have the opportunity to, to just kind of pack up and take off right after I graduated. But what, what was that like? I've got to ask. So you've got $300 in your pocket. You're driving to a place like a much bigger place than where you grew up a much you know just so so such a you know far different world from where you came from were were you scared at all oh yeah oh yeah and there was no uh nor no short shortness of fear there um i was definitely scared definitely a lot of unknowns and um and it didn't end up sorting itself out until about eight months into it where I really started to feel comfortable and, and settle in. Um, those first eight months were really a grind, a lot of homesickness, a lot of um, just turnover with different jobs. And um, so, I mean, there was no shortness of difficulties in the process. But, um, I mean, yeah, it, it's something that you either overcome or you don't. And yeah. it, it's not, I mean, there's no right or wrong way, but it, it's really just part of your path. Absolutely. And so fill in the gap, Zach. I mean, what did you do for those eight months, that, that, that first period when you're moving out to California, a new place, full of hope, full of excitement? And fill in, fill in the blanks. What did you do when you moved out here? 
we're moved yeah, so out when, there. <laughs> yeah, when I moved to California, I um, I started with a winery equipment company, mm-hmm. and I was actually in charge of their marketing. It was a pretty small company. They started in Italy, and actually, the story there is that my family had exchange students growing as I was growing up because I didn't have any brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of our exchange students' families owned this winery equipment company that they started in in Italy. Um, so I reached out to them. They had a location in California and, and that's how I secured that job, but it was only a seven person office. And so they didn't really need an in-house marketer and the whole wine industry wasn't really my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a brand new thing for me, so it was cool to try it out, but it really wasn't, um, it wasn't quite up my alley. Yeah. Um, so yeah. after three months, we mutually separated ways, and it was um, that was a, a really difficult time for me because I then had no leads, I had no family, no friends, um, really nothing to turn to uh, in California until I was able to just kind of scrape along and, and figure out a way to make it work. Yeah, and actually, Zach, that leads me perfectly into my next question. I mean, as you know, part of any journey, especially literally if you're going from home to as far away as you can imagine, where you know no one, and you you just have with you this this idea that I I want to do something with my life, but sometimes that journey, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna stumble, we're gonna fall, we're gonna hit setbacks, failures, and we'll have those moments as you described where you're gonna get homesick and you're gonna feel like oh gosh, you know what am I doing? Did I make the right decision? Share one of those with our listeners, sort of like what was the, one of the hardest moments you had to go through? Yeah, so the hardest moment that I think I went through was. Right after I lost that job, that meant that I also lost because they set me up with living. That's the only reason that I was able to come out to California with that $300 to my name. So I ended up then losing the the living situation that I had set up. Um, so I actually I got a call from them and they told me, hey, you've got you've got three days to get out of the apartment and, uh, and find your own place. So that was, a. and for moving forward listeners, if you've never lived in California, it is an expensive place to live. So, (laughs) yes. So, so, I mean, that was, that was something where I was just like, Oh no, like it was really a, just a, an absolute blow to me. And at that moment I was like, talking to my parents they're like well what are you going to do are you going to come home and it was like i it's only been three months like i can't go home with my tail between my legs already like i've got to give it at least a fair chance so um i mean luckily my family was super supportive and they helped me um get in a place out here and help me foot the bill for rent otherwise i mean i would have been homeless out in california after three months Mm. Yeah. I mean, Zach, was there ever a moment where you debated with yourself? I mean, should I I just pack up and go home? I mean, that is a tough spot. And I know that a lot of people have been, I've been in situations like that myself, where you just kind of wonder, did I make the right decision coming out here, you know, just leaving everything behind? I mean, sure, share one of those, like, take us in your mind at that time, Zach. Yeah, so really, what was going through my mind is, I knew deep down that something was special out here for me um, because it was just a it was such a weird process of what led me out here and really how things were just going completely downhill. Mm. Um, So I knew that if I were able able to just overcome these obstacles, that something would end up happening. So I 
I mean, really, what I did is I tried to stay just as positive as you can in a situation like that, and and really just turn to my family. My family was super supportive. My girlfriend that I met out in California was super supportive. Um, so, I mean, if I didn't have that support system around me, I would have really been in a dark place. But that was, I mean, that was definitely the toughest moment of my life. Yeah, um, I mean, absolutely. being over 2,000 miles away from any friends or family that I had previously for the, the first 22 years of my life to then um, being across the country and completely on my own and, and actually without a home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, Zach, I mean, and that also leads me into my next question. I mean, so you said it, it took about eight months. So it sounds like there was a there was a lot of ups and downs in that first eight months. So Talk about the moment when things started to shift for you, when what we call the light bulb went off or when things started to click a little bit more for you and you realize, you know what, this is really where I need to be and I'm in the right place. Yeah, so I had failed at two jobs and also tried bootstrapping a startup in there and, and didn't, I mean, just totally ran out of what capital was the, for that. Uh, what, was the boot, uh, what was the startup? It was just, uh, I was trying to sling some stuff online and just just do uh do kind of the e-commerce deal mm -hmm. and it was it wasn't well thought out i just tried to hop right into it um and bought up a bunch of inventory and it was just a really not well thought out so i mean that was a great learning experience for me right off the bat to get smacked in the face with a Oof, stupid decision ouch. and <laughs> and uh so that was on top of all of the other stuff yeah. but um, yeah, I mean, that was a, a, a silly decision, but I mean, that's part of the learning process, Absolutely. uh, when you're growing. Um, but I mean, the, the light bulb really went off when I was able to, to get connected with Leonard Kim and Ryan Foland over at influence tree. Um, I, I started just pounding the pavement and, and reaching out to people in terms of, Hey guys, like I, I'm willing to work. I'm willing to do what it takes. I just need an opportunity. And so I, I was actually before you get to that. I mean, from your website, there's an interesting story. Talk about kind of the the route you were about to take because I think this is so interesting. I want moving forward listeners to hear this story about first you were thinking about becoming a substitute teacher. Oh yeah, and I actually did become a substitute teacher. Um, so it wasn't something that I had just thought about. I. I went and got my uh, substitute teaching credential. Uh, my parents were both educators, so it was kind of a fit for me. Um, and it was a way for me to pay the bills and be able to continue living um, while I was trying to build a, a clientele with, with Leonard and Ryan at Influence Street. Yeah. But, I mean, it was really great because it, it was something that made me feel at home because I was so used to the school systems, having both parents work in the school systems, Growing up with my dad as my principal, it was just it was a solid fit. So it was some sort of a of a solid foundation to build off of. Yeah, but also I, I think what's interesting is that uh, being a substitute teacher in California, it's a lot of hoops. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. It is. It's not an easy process, and it all in by the time that you get your 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 credential to be able to actually substitute teach for a day. It's about six hundred and fifty dollars. So it's Oof. I mean, it's an investment yeah. as well. And when you're struggling like that, it's like, all right, how are we going to do this? And how quickly can I get that investment made up? And um, so, yeah, I mean, there were tons of tons of hoops to jump through. It took about a month and a half, two months to be able to get my credential. Um, so, yeah, it, 
definitely no easy feat out here. Absolutely. And then you've mentioned a name that uh, that I'm familiar with. Uh, you know, we've had him on the show. He's a friend of mine as well, Leonard Kim, and also Ryan Foland. So how did how did you learn about them? I mean, what was your first uh, you know interactions with them like? And share with our listeners that story. Yeah. So I was actually home in Wisconsin um, for Christmas break when I got in contact with them the first time. I had been following along with, with Leonard for a while because of um, his influence and, and what he had been doing on Twitter. And, and I had heard his backstory about how much he had struggled, and it resonated with me because of the struggles that I was going through. Mm-hmm. And then I learned about Ryan after digging into Leonard a little bit, and it was, I mean, the two guys are just really awesome people. Yeah. And I was at such a dark place in my life that, I needed somebody to turn to, so I, I reached out, and um, and within a couple of days, they got back to me, set up a phone call, and I was I was officially part of the uh, Influence Tree team right after that. That's so, fantastic. I mean, it was within, within three days that I got a response from Leonard to the time that I was actually part of their team. So it was kind of like, at that moment, everything shifted. It was, I was at the darkest point of my life. And then built up to one of the brighter points because I had this great opportunity to build with these awesome people. Were you surprised to hear back from Leonard so quickly? I really was. I was like, ah, gosh, I, I don't know how well this is going to work. But if I don't send the email, the answer is always going to be no. So, um, oh, I mean, I, I, ha- I had to Actually, try something. Zach, I want you to repeat that for Moving Forward listeners because that is a powerful statement right there. Yeah, if you if you don't put yourself out there. If you don't send the email, if you don't make the phone call, the answer will always be no. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you did, you put yourself out there and look how much it changed everything for you. And so talk a little bit about what you're doing with Influence Tree now. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm helping Influence Tree with sales. Um, so I, I, I help set up some phone calls. I help uh, run sales meetings and, and all that kind of stuff. And then when we are able to kind of get in conversations with people, then I'm able to be kind of the middleman between Ryan and Leonard who do a lot of the legwork and uh, the client themselves. So it's it's a really great position for me. I, I really enjoy communicating and working with all different walks of life. And yeah. I think that's really my favorite part of that job is that I meet people who are, who are just, I mean, people that I would never meet in any other, any other possible scenario. And- so it's like I could be talking to somebody from Australia one day and talking to someone in Hollywood the next and have somebody who's doing in the entertainment industry and then have somebody who's uh, building homes. I mean, you can you can get across the whole gamut when it comes to personal branding. Absolutely. And I got to ask that. Did you ever imagine this is what you would be doing while you were growing up? Oh, man, no, not even a, <laughs> not even a little bit. When I was growing up, I always thought that I was going to be an NFL football player. But oh, wow. Somewhere okay. along the line, somewhere along the line that. Hey, that but you know down, what's, down what I tubes. love about that is that you've always looked at, ahead. You've always dream, dreamed big. And I think that's so important. And it sounds like that's part of what's carried you through, especially during those tough times. Oh, yeah, for sure. The mindset is really, I mean, it's everything. When you are going through a, a difficult situation you can you can choose to look at the situation however you want you can choose to look at it as woe is me this is awful why am i dealing with this or you can choose to look at it as 
all right, well, now I'm going to be a trained soldier because no new soldier is going to be battle tested. And now I'm battle tested. So um, it's really how you look at at it. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really, really well said. Well, Zach, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? I'm ready, man. All right, let's do it. It's one of my favorite parts of the show. Super excited to have you on, Zach, to ask you some tips and resources that will help our listeners move forward. So share with our listeners, do you have a particular resource? And it could be a movie, book, favorite song, or it could be a cultural experience that you had in your life. Pick one and share with our listeners how it inspired you to move forward. So the song that really helped pull me through my difficult point was it's called Marathons by mm-hmm. Saul. Okay. Um, and it is it basically speaks about how um, when you're going through life, things get very, very difficult. But you have to look at the journey as a marathon yeah. instead of a sprint, not looking at what you're dealing with currently, but looking at what you're building out to. Um, and that was really my focus when I was going through those difficult times is, all right, this is this is just a, a pit stop. This is a, a part of my journey. It's helping me write my story. This is not the end place. Oh, I love it. I'll have to check that one out. So a great share. Zach, share with our listeners if you have one. Do you have a favorite app, website, or productivity practice that's been proven to be a real game changer for you? It has been more so a a style that I use. Okay. When I come up with an idea, I write everything in my notes section. Okay. Um, so so my notes section in my phone is I mean there's 455. <laughs> I, I use notes my notes section all the time. I mean I've got all oh, these I've got man. all these apps and everything, but I use the simple notes section too. I mean I'm a big oh, yeah. fan of it. Yeah. No, and the notes section really is my favorite because whenever I come up with an idea. I write it down and then I I take some time and step away from it and then I come back and revisit it. And that's really what allows me to decipher whether it's a good idea Mm. or something that's just average. Because if I come back to it and I'm still super excited about it, I know that it's something that I'm able to develop. But if I come back and it's like, ah, this is, yeah, it's okay, but it's, it's not something that I'm crazy about. Well, then I know that, all right, I can go ahead and scratch this one and move on to the next thing. Yeah, that's awesome. I, love I absolutely love it. And Zach, how do you recharge your batteries or reboot when you feel like you're up against the wall where you've hit a roadblock? Yeah, it was – so it was a lot easier for me when I lived up in Northern California. I, I recently relocated to Fresno um, just because the cost of living is, is so much more reasonable than mm-hmm. up there. Um, but – what I really love to do is, is go to the coast. It's really just, I don't need anything. I just drive over to the coast and, uh, and just hang out, man. It's, it's really just a place where I'm able to, to re recenter myself, refine what my vision is and, uh, and make sure that that's still what I want in life because your, your journey can change so quickly in, in the blink of an eye. I mean, three days and I was, in a totally different career path than what I had ever imagined. So it's super important to be able to go and reflect and, and say, all right, is this still what I want? And if so, am I on the right path to accomplish it? Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com.
Well, Zach, are you ready to do a little time travel? I'm ready, man. All right, we're going to step into a time machine. You're going to pick when to go back, and you can pick any time in your life, but I want you to choose a time in particular where you might have been facing a difficult decision, where you're going through a difficult time. Maybe that first eight-month period when you first moved out to California. You're going to give your past self some advice. And, you know, what would that be? I mean, what is the, the words of wisdom that you want to impart on past Zach? So I would actually go back to my middle school to high school days, and I would tell myself that learning is not lame. So when I was growing up, for whatever reason, I I mean, I was big into sports, so my main focus was was on sports, which is Mm -hmm. really silly. Um, But I always thought that, oh, yeah, books, whatever, like that, that'll just, yeah, other people read those. Um, but what I found was that after I found something that I was super passionate about, I couldn't get enough. Of yeah, yeah. So I wish that I would have understood that at a younger age that like to lose the lose the the feeling that for whatever reason, learning is is not for everybody. Um, I mean, learning is awesome now. Yeah. And like I <laughs> I just I can't get enough of it. So yeah. um, and I think that that is really what helped me take this next step in my life is that. I, I turned on the burners, man. I mean, you you cannot be complacent when it comes to, to moving forward. Yeah, and you know what's so funny about that? When I had Ryan on the show, he said almost exactly the same thing. That he, man, was, he would tell him past self to read more. And you yeah. Know, yeah, no, I think it, it, it is incredible advice. Now, here's the flip side, Zach. How do you think your high school self would have reacted to that advice? <laughs> There's no way I would have listened to myself. As a, as a 15, 16-year-old boy, you don't even listen to your parents who have the best advice for yeah. you in the world. It's like, it's like you, you got you to gotta learn to take advice before you can give advice. Absolutely. I think that's really well said. Well, Zach, how can our listeners connect with you and learn about all the great work that you're doing? Yeah, you can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram are my two main platforms at Z MacArthur, M-C-A-R-T-H-U-R 12. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. And I do recommend moving forward listeners follow Zach on Twitter because Zach, you post such inspirational stuff every week. I mean, seriously, I love your posts. I mean, you're really just so fired up. And I love, you know, just the fact that you bring such positive energy to the communities that you're in. So moving forward, listeners will have that on the write up. So follow Zach. Zach, I'd love for you to close out the show. So using no more than three to five words, what parting wisdom do you want to pass on the moving forward listeners? So the parting wisdom that I'm going to leave with you guys is a simple quote that I came up with. With will comes skill. Ah, I love it. With will comes skill. What a great way to close out the show. Zach, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your super, super busy schedule to join us today to share your story and your knowledge bursts so that our listeners can be inspired to move forward. Thank you so much, Zach. Thanks for having me, John. I had a great time with you. Absolutely. And Moving Forward listeners, check it out one more time, bemovingforward.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, at bemovingforward. And join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.